building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today is big questions, short answers, and we are talking about how much sleep you need and why it is very, very, very important for you to know. For me, sleep is, and I think for most of us, honestly, sleep is the foundation of mental and physical health. And the worst part is that the vast majority of people simply do not sleep enough, and a lot of people walk around in a massive sleep debt. I really think this happens for two reasons. One is that people don't think they need a ton of sleep, or even if they know that they should get it, they really don't make it a priority, especially in the entrepreneurial space. People love these terrible sayings like, I'll sleep when I'm dead, or team no sleep, and not sleeping in favor of working is really glorified, and I have fallen into that trap a few different times. The second reason I think that people don't sleep enough is that even if they want to get enough sleep, they don't put themselves in bed for enough hours. Laying down for seven or eight hours in bed and actually getting seven or eight hours of sleep is not the same. And we all kind of pretend it is. And that's what I used to do too. I wish these were just my assumptions, but unfortunately, there are a lot of statistics that say that people, especially in the US, are under their recommended sleep hours and that we're paying the price. A recent CDC survey reported that 35% of Americans don't even get seven hours of sleep. And remember that this is self-reported, and I think that that number is probably low. In this same report, the CDC noted that sleeping less than seven hours a day is associated with increased risk of developing chronic conditions, obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, and mental distress. The Sleep Apnea Association reports that 70% of adults obtain insufficient sleep at least one night a month, and 11% report insufficient sleep every single night. And it's estimated that 50 to 70 million Americans of all ages and socioeconomic classes are affected by sleep disorders, which is crazy. That's a lot of people. And it's even worse for us startup people. Entrepreneur Magazine reports that approximately half of all CEOs get less than six hours of sleep every night. I would not survive on that. And founders during the early stages of startup life have it even worse. All right. So you get it. Sleep is important. I'm not going to beat you over the head with it. I want to get into some of my personal stories around sleep. I personally suffered from chronic pain for many years, and it still flares up today. It's something that I've been dealing with this week, although now I have a much better idea of what to do about it when that pain flares up. In the early years of being an entrepreneur, I was also a young mother, and I never, never slept. I really thought I could have it all, so I worked constantly. I woke up with my son multiple times in the middle of the night. Fun fact, he actually woke up in the middle of the night yelling my name until after his eighth birthday, which is a sentence that I wouldn't wish for anyone. And I was just fatigued at all times. Then on the weekends, I was in my mid-20s when I started my company and had a kid, my first kid, and I really wanted a social life. I just... 
think I grew up faster than most people my age and all of my friends. I had kids young. I got married young. I started a business young. And then I started a second business not too long after. And I think people really glorify doing these things young. And it's not actually all it's cracked up to be. Because when you're the one person around you that's doing all of this, it's really isolating. Most of my friends were not coming over to hang out with me and my baby. So I was trying to meet them where they were at. And I was losing tons of sleep in the process. So back to the pain issues. For years, I tried to figure out the source of my headaches and my backaches. I went to a chiropractor. I went to a physical therapist. I got dry needled and cupped and twisted and massaged, and it never went away. And still today, I feel that back pain periodically. At the same time, while I was doing all of this, I was asking every doctor I could find about my headaches, and no one knew what they were. I tried migraine medicine, and migraines were not what I was experiencing. I took supplements. I drank more water. I did an elimination diet. I just couldn't figure it out, and it was really defeating. It wasn't actually until this pandemic started and I began to get more sleep that I understood that sleep is what I was missing. Duh. I literally looked in every little nook and cranny except trying to get more sleep. Now let's talk about the most important part, which is how you can go about getting more sleep. First, first and foremost, you have to decide it's a priority and you have to understand that you are going to dedicate more of your hours to being in bed if you're going to make sleeping a priority. That means you're going to be watching less TV, you might be working less, and you will have to get better hygiene around bedtime. It takes a lot of discipline to do all of this. I really urge you not to wait until you're in my situation where you have a chronic pain or even worse health situations to focus on your sleep. Now let's talk about a few ways that I have found to improve your sleep. One, I already mentioned, put yourself in bed for eight hours a night. Everyone is awake for some of the time that you're quote unquote sleeping. Like it takes time to fall asleep. Sometimes it takes me up to 10 to 15 minutes. You toss and turn. You have disruptions from your partner. <laughs> I once woke up after I had elbowed Ryan in the face and he was just laying there laughing. I definitely woke him up at that time. You get up to go to the bathroom. I think that happens a lot as you get older. I know from tracking my sleep that I'm awake for an average of 33 minutes during my sleep time every night. So I have to factor that in. That means if I want seven hours and 27 minutes of sleep, I have to put myself in bed for eight. If I want more than eight or even just eight hours of sleep, I have to put myself in bed for eight and a half to nine. And I think most people just do not consider this. The second strategy is another thing I just mentioned, which is tracking your sleep. I have so much data and knowledge around this because I wear a whoop strap, but there are many ways to track your sleep. There are wearables, there are some phone app options that are probably a little less accurate, but still, any data is good data around this. And the more data that you have, the better decisions you can make when it comes to your sleep. Number three is stop eating close to bedtime. I rarely snack after dinner unless I'm starving because I can't sleep when I'm starving. Really, no one can. But I know a lot of people that have popcorn at night or a bedtime snack. My husband's a big snacker, so I really have to resist that bedtime snacking because I know that eliminating the bedtime snack means that your body isn't working on digestion while you're sleeping, and that means you sleep better. 
I personally do intermittent fasting and I eat all of my meals between about noon and 7 or 8 p.m. And that has massively improved my sleep. Number four is hard, especially here in Wisconsin, limit alcohol. Your resting heart rate just skyrockets when you drink alcohol because your body is processing all of that sugar and it massively reduces your quality of sleep. I know a few people who swear by their nightly glass of wine to put them to sleep, and I strongly encourage you to find alternatives to put yourself to sleep. Like CBD works really well. I know it's expensive, but it's definitely not more expensive than all the booze you're drinking at night. Last but not least, put your devices in night mode. If you're like me, you're not great about putting down your devices that hour before bed that you should. I typically have the TV on or I'm working or I'm on my phone close to bedtime. Putting on night mode, and I'm sure all devices have this, but I know my Apple products have night mode, which decreases your blue light exposure and it helps you sleep. So I hope today I have made a really strong case around why you need more sleep. And in order to get better sleep, make sure you're putting yourself in bed for eight hours a night, you're tracking your sleep, you're not eating close to bedtime, limiting alcohol, and putting your devices in night mode. If you have any questions about sleep or want to know more about my journey, hit me up. I freaking love talking about sleep now that I get enough of it. I'm so much happier. And if you got value out of this episode, share it with just one person that needs to get more sleep. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.